mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by Casper, a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. Get $50 off any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash blame and using promo code blame at checkout. That's casper.com slash blame, promo code blame. 
This episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by Aptive. Aptive produces audio-based workouts created by certified personal trainers available through a mobile app. New members get 50% off an annual membership. Visit aptive.com slash blame. That's A-A-P-T-I-V dot com slash blame. Fucking shit. Sorry. <laughs> that tea oh, good God. almost went the everywhere. The tea almost spilled. That's what the kids say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fuck, guys. Let's try that again. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Don't Blame Me. This is my podcast. My name's Megan. And today we have a very special, special guest. It's Mitchell Davis. Hello, hello, hello. I was going to ask you, because you're here now, how do you say your... um? Twitter name. My Twitter name. Oh, it's not your handle. Yeah. Your name. Um, CD emoji. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, I just, uh, just the CD emoji. That's my website too. CD emoji.com. So no way. yeah, I have everything there. Oh, cause I was gonna say, you know, you were the person who told me if you like left click an emoji or whatever or something, but it tells you, yeah, it it'll, describes it'll what read it is. It to you. That was us season one of student body president. It was just going through and you're like, this one's this. Yes. Like, what? Well, there's, and there's, they just added like 80 new ones. And I just did that so that I could figure out what some of them were because I had no idea what what's they your are. favorite one like your favorite description of one? Oh, I think I re- I really like all the the ones where the descriptions are way too way too uh like exact mm-hmm. when it's like a family where it's like mother and father holding <laughs> daughter's hands like I like it when it's really really too many things yeah. it's longer than just what the emoji is and you're like no wonder why you want us to condense this and just send the emoji exactly for I love all those it. times I'm talking about mother and father holding, holding hands with, with daughter. daughter it's really strange that oh, is weird that's great well that voice here is Mel Mel say hey hello Melly I'm Melissa Demont are you gonna follow you on Instagram mm, sure do it and she's got a GoFundMe and a PayPal. You can yeah. send just send money, money, send, send money. all the monies, all the money. Hey, I like your uh, Twitter feed. I think your Twitter feed's solid. Thank you. You, you, you will honestly, uh, Mel, now that we have a moment, mm-hmm. you use the best gifts. You're a good gift finder. Anytime, oh. anytime you're tweeting about popcorn, I'm always like, Ooh, I'm going to use the gift Mel <laughs> used uh, in the video because it's so good. You're just, you managed to find such good gifts that I'm like, I didn't even know this existed. Yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're so long. Dope. Sometimes I'm like, this is too long to be a gift, but somehow Mel's made it so that it works. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Well, thank you. What's your Twitter handle? Mm, she is not Melissa. Right? Isn't that great? Oh, that's great. Like with two S's because my name's spelled with one S. It's so good. It's so I, good. I hope you know I just stare at the she part and I go, she? She, <laughs> she is not Melissa. Oh, I found you. Mm-hmm. I'm following and you. And so did Thank everyone you. else. Yes. We're all doing it live. Oh my God. Wait. Um, why don't I have this? The popcorn sweatshirt. It can be arranged. It can Guys. be arranged. Oh, this is very nice. This is very nice. Look I want at, it for yeah. Christmas. Well, by the way, what she's talking about is my podcast, popcorn.show. Check yes. it out. We've got merch right now. Yeah. At Represent. Represent. It's I know. cute. I'm saying that, like, I'm being honest. It's really fucking cute. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, those Good are my job. designs. I can tell. Thanks. I can tell. I enjoy your podcast as well. Thank you. And I like yours. I'm glad that we're finally uh, getting to collab and swapity right now. I need to figure out what movie I'm going to talk about, or I guess that's not really my job. That is your job. I would just be a guest. We, I don't get to we, control we it. Take, we take we, suggestions. Yeah, we'll take a few suggestions. Yeah. But we'll, 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 I mean, if we don't like it, we'll knock it down. But <laughs> I'm gonna okay. say, if they're all garbage, fine. <laughs> we'll have you done holes yet? 
Uh, holes. <laughs> That'll be a no. Why? <laughs> holes is a fucking fantastic I'm movie. pretty sure that's, you know when Shia LaBeouf it? watched all, all of his own movies? I'm pretty sure Holes was when um, he took a nap. What, have you <laughs> seen, sure. no. Did that even come out on, like, in the theaters? Are you yes. kidding? I thought okay. it was a Disney original. I have the soundtrack and I can still do the entire rap dig it of up. them. Oh, oh. oh dig it. <laughs> A-R-M-P to the T. Dude, what you smelling? Yeah, dog, that's me. No, I don't take showers and I don't brush my teeth. All I do is dig holes, eat, and sleep. Oh my wow. God. I Okay. It's fucking great. I read Holes twice. I thought it's, the book was fantastic. The book is Stanley Yilnats, backwards, onions. forwards. It was great, but um, no, we're not going to watch that movie. Oh, <laughs> no, shit. we're not. Okay, what are my other suggestions? Uh, well, this we'll is talk like, about that. Okay, I'm sorry. It's my if, podcast. So, what is this show? Okay, <laughs> good question. Sorry, I got distracted, everybody. Um, this is my advice podcast. Um, you guys call in, you leave voicemails, and you tell us about the things happening in your life that you need our sage words of wisdom. And if you guys want to leave voicemails and ask us questions, you can call 310-694-0976. And if you guys are international callers, you can send us a voice memo and just email it to meganpodcast at gmail.com. Just record a voice memo on your phone, send it on the email and send it on up till it has that whizzy sound. (laughs) (laughs) There's really no excuse not to be sending in your questions, really. Yeah, guys, come on. You have so many fucking opportunities. Uh, Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna get into it. I'm I'm, so excited. I'm so fucking excited. So I'm a 20 year old college student. And I recently started dating a girl that I met up here at school. And she's great and beautiful and amazing. But she's also very open about her sexuality and came out to basically everyone in her life when she was in middle school. And she was very well accepted because of it. But I, however, um, have only come out to my closest friends and my roommate because um, everyone I haven't told anyone in my family because everyone in my family is very Christian and I'm worried that they won't take it very well. And I'm waiting to be, until I'm fully financially independent before I come out. So if it goes wrong, I have a backup plan. But um, anyway, so she's really open and wants to post pictures on social media and like tag me and all this stuff and be like, you know, like a normal couple. But I said no, because um, if she did that and anyone in my family saw it, it could really ruin my life. And she's starting to get really annoyed and more angry about it as time goes on. Every time I tell her to like not tag me in this or you can't post this picture. And I don't understand how to get her to understand that this is like a big deal for me. And I guess because she came out so early, it's just really hard for her to understand a situation where people wouldn't accept you, like people in my family. And I really don't want to break up over this because I really do like her. But if you have any advice to help me get her to understand how hard this is for me, that'd be great. Do you have any first initial thoughts? <clears throat> well, my first initial thought, I think after hearing it is um, kudos to you for asking for advice. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the hardest thing, especially, I mean, I'm just basing it off of like my early relationships in life. I really was like, I'm, I'm, I'm a big proud person. I mm-hmm. don't need to ask for help or what to do. And I think I'm so glad that we live in a world now where it's like, no, I don't know what to do. And please. Yeah. It's relatable now to yes. be like, I don't have my shit together. Yeah. And I, I think that it's just like, it's it's refreshing that we can actually be this honest with strangers. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So what about you? What do you think? Um. So my initial thing, Um. Uh. so I guess I, I wish I had known when you had told her, your girlfriend, that you weren't out to your family. Just because I I fucking hate when this happens, when I kind of side with not the person who's called. Um, But so I've, I have a lot of, a lot of my friends are gay and something that we've talked about always when they were dating is, was a deal breaker if somebody 
wasn't out to other people. And if they were, their whole thing is like, I already came out of the closet. I'm not going to date somebody who's still in the closet. I think what you guys are experiencing is a little different because you have this world where you're at at college, where you are out of the closet Mm -hmm. and then it's back home that you're not. So the only thing that's really crossing both those parallels is social media. And so I think, um, I, I, I understand how she feels with not wanting to feel like she has to hide anything because she did have to. So I would even say, I know that you're talking about it from the sense of that she, everything was very accepting for her and her family when she came out and she came out so young. You also can't, no matter how great she can talk about the experience now, she still had to come out. Mm -hmm. Like that's not something I would discredit. So I understand her not wanting to kind of backtrack with that. But I also think that um, in my, again, in my friend's cases, those were early on deal breakers, but you guys have been dating for long enough that I hope that it doesn't matter. And I also think if there's, um, you're saying waiting till you're financially independent, which I get, cause I think that's smart. Um, maybe there's a timeline. If you give mm-hmm. her kind of more of a specific, Hey, this is only, I need to save up this amount of money. So for her, it doesn't feel like an indefinite thing that she, maybe she wants to get married. Maybe she wants to, she really sees a future with you and it might be hard to see a future. Um, and she might think not that she doesn't think that you are serious about her or anything like that, but I think it's kind of hard to not take it personally. I would definitely agree with the make a timeline because that does put a, like you're saying a severity on the situation Mm -hmm. of like, I I do want this relationship to continue and to evolve. And man, this is so hard uh, having a call in show because I know I want to ask your questions. I want to be like, so what do you, my, my next question is like, what is your plans for? I mean, you said that you wanted to come out to your family when you're financially stable, but I mean, financial stability doesn't equal like family understanding or anything too. I mean, I get that that means that you will be able to potentially deal with the, the issues that come with telling your family who don't agree with you. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I just want to be like, maybe you should talk. How, how did she go about it? How how did the partner go about it? And then maybe you can use some of those cues into your life. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I I would also, I also wonder you being financially, you said being financially independent. I don't know if they're paying for your college. And if that's the fear is if you come out and so many questions I have. (laughs) Exactly. But I also think if that's not the case, if they're not paying for school or something like that, I also, I mean, maybe it might be better to come out when you're not living at home mm-hmm. and you're able to kind of distance yourself. Yeah. So they You've can, already got that distance yeah. a little bit to just kind of just adjust Let, to mm-hmm. what's going on. And then you can visit back when you need to or when you want to or when you feel like it's ready. So then maybe also if both of you kind of take a social media break from things and then, I don't know, make a fucking scrapbook. Like do like have Polaroid pictures you guys take and like make a poster and like keep it in your apartment or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just keep the conversation open. That, yeah. like, that's the thing too, is don't try to swipe this under the rug and try to make it like not an issue. If, yeah. it, if it is an issue, like, you know, sit in front yeah. of it and talk about it with each other and figure out how to fix things. Because at the end of the day, if you do really care about each other, you're not going to let something like mm-hmm. this, you know. Also, not to belittle this at all, but I was going to ask you, how long, when did you and your... Are you asking me now or the person? You're I'm asking, asking me. Mitchell. Oh, you can ask me whatever you want. Okay. I'm, I'm open book. So you and... I don't ever say your name. I call her the chef. Is that... Okay. I so, call her chef. So how long, not to belittle your question and make this, because obviously coming out's a very different thing, but I'm just curious when, how long before you guys started dating before you were okay with her posting about oh, you okay. publicly and stuff? That's interesting. Um, So me, uh, we've been together for about a year now, and I think it was about, it was about six months in. Mm-hmm. Um. 
between actually it was between three and six months, which I know is like a massive <laughs> big area, but it was just this gray area where the first three months I didn't want posting happening because I didn't know how serious it was. Yeah. And I didn't want to get my family's, you know, mm -hmm. like, oh, Mitchell's in something. No, he's not. <laughs> uh, and I also didn't want to psych myself out. I didn't want to get too committed to this like digital relationship mm -hmm. when in reality it's still very much growing and i think that's a that's another important thing that can kind of answer go back to that question which is when you start to implement your relationship into the digital world and your avatars i mean it it becomes part of your forever yeah and no, it becomes part of your online identity your timeline you yeah. know and um there's nothing you can do about it. So it's a big deal when you start to yeah. implement those person into your Yeah, I think it's a huge Mots I I Mots and I dated for a year before I ever even publicly said that I was in a relationship or anything, but I gave him that timeline. But I mean, I know I know for him that was like there were times that he was like, no, there were times that like I said I was understanding of it, but I felt super fucking shitty about this because it felt like you were hiding me from a part of your mm -hmm. life. And so I think like him and I being able to have those open conversations and talking about it, it was able for me to really explain how much more it was about me and had no reflection on my feelings for him. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 honestly it's it's a total personal thing that I have. Yeah. I, I, know, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's it has nothing to do with the fact that it, it like our relationship is coming to a halt because mm -hmm. I don't want you to post pictures. It's like, no, I want to keep taking all the photos. Yeah, and, and you want to keep something for yourself, yeah. too. And you don't want it to get tarnished by other people's opinions. So I would say I think you really need to reassure her. I think that of that fact of the fact that it has nothing to do with her or being ashamed of being with a girl or anything like no. that. It's more along the lines of like, I'm love. Or I don't know if you, I'm just putting words in your mouth. I'm having a great time with you. I really, really like you. And I right now am not ready to have that get compromised by someone else's opinions who really don't matter just because mm -hmm. I need to deal with that first. Yeah. I think that's a good, not to like bring it back to like our own. I think it's heterosexual. No, 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 no. But I think peppering in some of the like you, you can learn from all these little yeah. bits and then you kind of just take it in and, you know, drink it up and drink see what happens. It up. See what happens. Take it back. I don't know what I'm saying, guys. It's okay, I'm sorry. me neither. And okay. we both have podcasts. Perfect. <laughs> oh, I love it. That okay. was a good question. Wow, I did on? it. You did it. Advice. First one is done. Boom. Okay, 99 to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next one. I am 26. And I'm hoping you can help me out. Um, so I have this boyfriend. We've been dating for five years. Uh, we are super duper in love. Like, he is my end game. Like, he is my person. I am his person. And we're just, like, living madly in love together. It's been great. Here's the, the little problem. Um, my parents are, well, it's a big problem. Uh, they're very racist. Um, I am white. And my boyfriend is black. Um, so <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. Um, dealing with them. But basically, my mother knows what's going on, and it's taken her a couple years to kind of, quote-unquote, get over it. Um, she still thinks we're going to break up. She still doesn't imagine us getting married or having kids. She's just kind of going with it, I think, because she wants to keep a relationship with me because I'm the only child. My dad has no idea. My mom has asked me not to tell my dad because my dad is so anti-interracial relationships, and he is super just doesn't believe in it and wants me to marry a nice Italian boy from Italy and be barefoot and pregnant. I don't really know. Um, the problem with all of this is, is that I am very close with my extended family and I love them all very much. Um, 
I love them all very much, and they love me, and I would love to bring my boyfriend to go and meet them. I live in a different state from my whole family. Like, I live a three-hour plane ride away. I want to bring my boyfriend up to introduce him to the family because when we get married, I would love to invite them, and they know about him. But I just, they're like, bring him. Like, we'd love to see him, but the problem is my dad doesn't know. So because my dad doesn't know, I can't bring him anywhere, but I'm afraid to tell my dad because of the outlash, and I don't want to lose a parent, but I think it might come down to my boyfriend or my dad, and I'm going to choose my boyfriend because we're going to be the future, and if my dad is racist and won't deal with it, then he's going to have to figure it out. But I don't want it to be one or the other. I kind of want to have both, but I don't know how to tell him. Uh, What should I do? Should I not tell him? Should I be like, oh, by the way, we're getting married tomorrow, and then, like, have him deal with it when that happens? Or, like, what should I do? Wow. What a good question. Yeah. I mean, okay. There's a lot of layers to this. There is. I'm... I I think that it, your dream scenario is just a dream and Ugh. what you're thinking is going to happen might fucking happen. Mm-hmm. And also you it like whoever's fucking had sex with your mom and then made your genes and then made you a fucking baby or whatever. They don't that that doesn't excuse any sort of behavior. I'm very much of like holding parents and everyone I like friends relationships everyone is being held accountable for their actions it does not matter their relationship to you and I, I don't I'm just not one for like accepting those kinds of traits regardless of what you you owe them life or whatever well, especially especially in this time yeah. that we live in in the world I mean it's so ass backwards to be thinking like that that I just can't even imagine it's, I'm having a hard time fathoming. I know. Because I yeah. just, I'm like, I haven't had to deal with this since I was like, ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm so sorry. But the, yeah, this might end up uh, being not as clean as you would like and it to be. You, you pick the one who's not a racist. <laughs> like, that's just, that's what I, I don't think that whole thing of like choosing your relationship over family and things like that. I think that that's, it seems very black and white that you that family always comes first but there are certain things that i i think like i i don't know i'm like a zero tolerance i mean zero i have zero tolerance for intolerance kind of a thing Mm -hmm. and i think like if this this is something that's that's yeah that's it's they're gonna be they can have whatever relationship with you that you feel comfortable but it's not a it's not fair to put your boyfriend through at all um and it's yeah it's just that's not an environment i mean like in-laws in itself are already like uncomfortable and awkward and i think that's not a great situation to put him in but i also think that you've already kind of sound like you've made up your mind of like this is who you're gonna be with Mm -hmm. and also even if you i don't know i mean like even if this wasn't who you're gonna end up being with i think it is something that like at this day and age you have to face that yeah it's just one of those things that eventually you're like, Ooh, we're going to face this. We're going to yeah. talk about this because guess what? We're a family. Yeah. And I mean, I, would you say it's wrong for me to to say like, maybe, maybe, maybe you need to just have like a one-on-one sit down with your father and be like, this is, you know, maybe not necessarily about this relationship, but just in general about like what's happening in the world, mm-hmm. what's going on, where, what, 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 
you know yeah. what I mean? Am I, am I on the no, right? No, I think you are. I think you need to give him <clears throat> the opportunity to surprise you. And then if he doesn't surprise you. Instead of surprising him with, yeah. a, we're getting married. Maybe I be like, look, give, I just know mm-hmm. that I have love and there's love and there's tons of people in this world. And yeah. there's no sense in me not loving a certain exactly. person because of something so silly. Yeah. And I don't think it's about, I think it's about telling him. I don't think it's about asking him. And I don't think exactly. it's. Exactly. I think you just need to just lay the facts out there and be like, I want, I want you to give the, I think I know what you're going to say, but I want to give you the opportunity to prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. And. And I, I don't want to leave any stone left unturned. So I need to do this and then no. And I, I don't, I don't want to keep something from you. Yeah. And I think that you just need, you need something that's finalizing for you. Cause right now you're just, you're putting it off and you're waiting and hoping that the longer that you wait, maybe he'll become more accepting. But I also think it's probably more likely that um you're gonna you're gonna you'll have that found family where you live and your friends and these people who really accept you and love you and and maybe the relationship with you and your parents it might take a time for you guys to kind of recover from this but you also can't put you can't put so much weight on that also something i'm just gonna throw out here is you you have so much more family it sounds like that wants to meet him and wants to be involved and it's just like i get that it's one person who's being a little stinker about the whole thing but like let him be a stinker and then the whole family will look at him and be like what's your deal man like why are you acting like this your daughter's in love Mm -hmm. your daughter's in like, I mean, listen to the message. Like, yeah. play the message back for your father. Like, you said, He's I'm so, 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 so. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, you sound like you're so smitten about this person. Like you said, you've yeah. made up your mind. So it's now it's just like kind of owning up and yeah. just being like, yeah, this is my dude. This is this is this is my life now. You, love always should win. That's yeah. just like the truth in my yeah. book. I'm like a hopeless romantic at always Aww. at the end. I really am, yeah. though. At the end of the day, it's just like be together the only thing that i'm gonna just really highly not recommend is just don't be just don't keep waiting don't keep putting it off don't think that the next day it's going to get better because i mean look at look at the world around you that's not happening these days it takes it takes courage it Mm -hmm. takes motivation it takes a little bit of a push to get anything done these days yeah and it takes education that's the thing if your dad's not being exposed to this and mm -hmm. learning about this because he's very shut out to any other way then it's not gonna stop no not at all so when I was in high school, um, for you guys that don't know, I'm black. Um, I grew up mostly around white people. Um, and there's this boy that liked me and I liked him. So I went and I hung out at his house. He invited me to come over. And then um, at one point, his mom was like, uh, Melissa, can I talk to you in the kitchen? She's she pulled like, you aside? She pulled me aside. Oh, no. Yeah, she's like, she was trying to like be sweet. I'm from Arkansas, the South, so she was trying to be real sweet about it. Like, Did you see right through it? I didn't at first. How old were you? Mm, 16. Okay, so you were yeah, old enough 16. to be like, I know what's going on. Yeah. Okay. So then she she's like, I don't believe in interracial dating. Oh. Goes on this like long tangent. Like she's like, I'm not racist or anything, but, <gasps> but you and are. I think you're a sweet girl. But I just I just don't think that'll be good for you in the long run. I mean, if you had kids, then we don't want like that kind of world of them growing up in and having having to choose if they want to be black or white. And I was just like, uh huh. And so. um she, she wasn't expecting me to tell her son, but I did tell him. Oh, yeah. 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 And um, I didn't tell my parents, though, because they would have went ballistic. But yeah. um, so uh, I told him and like we ended up date actually like dating for a while. And Good she eventually you. came around. Yeah. And she like accepted me and 
she was sweet. So. Do, you, do you think you bringing it up to the son played a major role in him, I think in so. him talking to her being like, what did you fucking say? Yeah, I, I really think so. Yeah, see, yeah. I feel, and I think that kind of leans with what we're saying, where it's just like the, well, the youth is the future, man. Thing, yeah. You've got to be like, mom, dad, you guys are being fucking old. Yeah, right. You have Stop. an iPhone, ma'am. Okay? Yeah, I mean, Come like, on. where are we right yeah, now? Fucking right. choose. What generation do you want to live in? Right. Do you so- want your Apple TV? Okay, <laughs> then don't be a fucking <laughs> I mean, right? Like, you can't have both, yeah. bitch. I, I have two. One of my friends um, in high school, she ended up, I mean, they, she had a very strange relationship with her family, but um, she was in an interracial relationship and her family did not accept her at all and was very much like, nope, not happening. Like you and her and this guy aren't dating anymore at all. But her parents were just like these racists. Like that was just the kind of thing. And so for her, it was like, as much as it sucked for it to kind of be a character trait, it was like, well, I'm glad I know. And I'm not putting you on this pedestal of being an untouchable person. Cause I'm like, no, I'm going to be a fucking woke 25 year old exactly. living in LA. And I'm going to be able to look at you and be like, okay, cool. You gave birth to me. And there's certain things that we can relate on, but I'm not going to like sit quietly and not and like let you be racist and if she found out later on that her this like she found out later on that her younger sister had been hiding the fact that she was in an interracial (laughs) interracial relationship for years and ended up living with the guy and never ever told the family and it was like you can go about any of that how you kind of want to but I also think it fucking sucks to say that like your parents are people and everyone has flaws including the people who Mm -hmm. Like that doesn't, yeah. And I think, I think it's just, it's something you gotta fucking address. It's weird when you have to start thinking of family as friends you lived with. Um, you know, no <laughs> ex roommates. You know what I mean, though, because like you gotta have this kind of mentality where it's like, again, like you. I'm same with you. I'm from Ohio, and I moved out to Los Angeles. Woke up a little bit, mm-hmm. and then went back, and I'm like, yo, are you guys fucking crazy? Like this isn't how we do things. Like, and you just have to. You just have to get to that point where you have to start being like, I know that there's like, you want to play the seniority like mom and dad card, but I'm just telling you like, this is the world card. This is what's happening. And I'm doing this for the better of everyone at this table. Like you just need to know what's up. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think that's, I think that's a really smart thing to do because I think we give. Yeah, we cut too much slack for everyone. I think I think it's definitely like a thing now where like especially like I said, even with Thanksgiving, like I mean, you saw it on Twitter where so many people were just yeah. like, I went home today and I really I really <laughs> fucking told them what was up. Yeah. And I mean, this is the first year too where I'm like, good, great. Right. We need these conversations yeah. to start because we've been sitting on our hands for such I mean, a that's long time. How we elected this president. Exactly, because we all thought and then it, we, we, we I like how we brought this back I know, to this. Right? But, but it's, yeah, it's, but at the end of the day though, it does it just conversation words are crucial use them and use them with each other and talk about it and have conversation yeah i feel like everyone is so afraid to just be like i don't understand Mm -hmm. i don't understand can you explain that to me yeah and i live like me man i just just don't know anything keep asking and everyone just tells you it's it's amazing yeah because yeah and i also think especially if you want to have kids and all of that stuff i think you you guys regard no matter how the relationship with your family changes, if when they find out about like the seriousness of your relationship and all that stuff, you need to do that. So you can really create a foundation and an amazing supportive group of people at the same time Mm -hmm. that you might be letting go of some, not forever, but maybe temporarily 
so you can have another support system. So you, it doesn't, and that's a good thing is, you know, that this isn't the world. And like, you know, that like, you're even able to see like your extended family and everybody else is so much more accepting um, that I think you just, you need to make sure that you feel supported. Yeah. <laughs> or, and Hey, also who fucking know, maybe it gets to the point where your dad's the one who's now going to be not invited and who's not, who's going to be exiled from the like with your extended family exactly on board. he might be totally by himself but you've just been thinking well he sits at the top of the table so i guess mm -hmm. we just let him do what he's doing and that's yeah. that's again that i feel like that's like old traditions and this time right now where we're, when we're living is is when we're we need to kind of break those yeah. stupid walls down and just like be like what's really going on here mm -hmm. like where are we yeah. because you're at the head of the table and you don't even know what the fuck's actually going on outside. Yeah. And shit's <laughs> going to happen. It's it's unavoidable. Shit's going to happen. Uh, we all have these perfect ideas of relationships and how everything ends up, but you've, you got to accept the fact that this is not going to be easy, but this is the life that you've chosen. And that's been cho whatever, or chosen for you, whatever you believe. And you got, you have to deal with it. Yeah. It's just not. It's just not going to go away, and that's good. It shouldn't go away because you guys seem super happy and in love. I was going to say it sounds like nice love to me, so yeah. just keep enjoying it. Hell yeah, enjoy the good loving. Yeah. Okay, we we're done talking about politics. Maybe not. On to the next question. Fourteen more questions <laughs> to go. I am nineteen years old. I'm from Vegas, and I've been seeing this guy on and off since I was a sophomore in high school, and now I'm a sophomore in college. Um, we slept together a few times. This summer, we slept together quite a lot, and he acts like he cares a whole bunch. But then whenever I talk to him, he's like, no, I just want to be friends. And the thing is, like, I would stop sleeping with him, but, like, the sex is, like, really great, so, like, why would I stop? But at the same time, it's like, I don't want to be just another girl, just another notch in his belt and just being used. I'd love to see where something would go with him because he's a great guy. Like, whenever we hang out and stuff, it's not like every time we hang out, it's Netflix and chill. Like, we'll go to dinner, we'll hang out. But at the same time, like, there's always the question of, is this going to happen? Is it not going to happen sort of thing? So I just don't know what to do. Should I end things with him or should I keep going and ask him and see where like, if this potentially could be something more, or should I just leave it at just friends and stop sleeping with it? I'm going to just say the first thing that pops in my head, which is this guy's not going to change. No, I literally wrote fuck buddy. Yeah, this dude's a, not going to change. I'm so sorry that I have to be the one to tell you this because I don't even know you. But yeah. if it's been happening for this long and he's he's look, I get that he's cool with you but he's cool with you because you guys are fucking at yeah. that time mm -hmm. who's not gonna be cool with someone while they're fucking them? yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. if he's being that much of like a standoff dude when it comes to just like hanging out and about and it's been this long it's it's it, it can only get worse yeah right well i mean i've like i've been i've had fuck buddies like i've been in that same in here that and, thing and it's kind of like it's like you categorize people where it's like, oh, we're if you're having casual sex with someone regularly and you know that they're and you're not looking to put any sort of label on it, it's not because you haven't thought of that. Exactly. It's because you've thought of that and have been like, no, not what I'm interested in with you. Yeah. So I think that you that is something that I would just say is like you you guys are 
ultimately you're fuck buddies. And if it's mm-hmm. great sex and if there's a way that you can detach your emotion, emotions from it, sure. But right now it sounds like you are emotionally invested in this guy and he is not emotionally invested in you. Even if you guys are going to dinner and it's like you're not sleeping together all of the time, you are a girl that he regularly sleeps with. Mm-hmm. Like this is not, it's not a friendship anymore. And it's not a relationship. The, you are the in-between of that, which is a fuck buddy. See, and that's why also with the whole, like, should we be just become friends? That's not going to happen either. No. That You can never revert back to, like... If you've like, seen your friend naked, you're like, I've seen you naked. You've been inside me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you can revert back. I, I know you can't revert back from something like that, especially if it's been going on for this long. Because yeah. there's always going to be that residual... I actually still like you. I actually don't really like Mm -hmm. you. Oh, you still want to have sex with me. I still want to have sex with you just because we were good fuck buddies. And I mean, even the way that you, you, you presented this question to us says that you know the answers because I just, you're like, it's really, really good. But like you're not solid on even what it is because you know that it's not a solid thing. Like this isn't uh, even if this you were like, yeah, let's become super just into each other. I'd still be like, yeah, but we started as like crazy fuck buddies who didn't give a shit about each other. Yeah. And I feel like that would that would be a weird way to start. No, the I've only started I've started one relationship from being fuck buddies um, and it didn't. And well, like, I mean, same. yeah, like right? it's one of those things of being like it It was in the moment was the most flattering thing in the world. And it's because so it's fun. Yeah, because it's like, well, like the, he came up to me at a party. and was like, I heard you made out with blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, so. And it was like, you can't make out. Well, well, we're dating. And I was like, we're not dating. We're pure, we've established we're purely fuck buddies. Like, well, I don't want you to sleep with anybody else. And I was See, like, well, if jealous. I, that's and then jealousy, I was like, well, if yeah. I'm not sleeping with anyone else, then you're not going to sleep with anyone else. And he's like, yeah, okay. And then that hardly lasted. Mm-hmm. But even that, no offense. I'm like, even that is fueled with a little bit more emotion than what this sounds like. Because if you, I always think about it in like my sense, like I, how I started dating my uh, first serious boyfriend in high school was the fact that I was helping him. I was helping set up him to go to prom with some girl. And it was fucking killing me to the point where I was like, I can't be friends with him anymore because I can't watch him go out with somebody else. But if both of you have been able to kind of coexist and loop back to each other, and I'm assuming dated other people, neither of you would be able to do that if there was some serious emotion there, which I don't want to question how you feel about him either. But I also just want to say it is so fucking hard to have great sex as a girl that if you're, if, if you're getting fucking amazing sex from this guy, that's going to automatically, you're going to feel more invested in him specifically. And I also fucking hate, no offense. I love you. You're great. Um, but the amount of times that girls have called into this podcast and talked about a guy and said these, or not even just like in general, my friends, and they'll say these things that are terrible and prove that this guy is not a good guy. And they go, but he's such a good guy. That's I was going to say, if he's such a fucking good guy, he would have, he would have noticed this by now. And then like, actually, you know what? We're great for each other. Cause that's what a good guy. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Look, I've been a fuck buddy. I'm not a terrible guy, but at the same time, if I see a budding relationship, I know when to change gears. Or if you saw that she was developing serious feelings for you. I know to back my brakes yes. because that's that's giving her crazy bad re- emotions. Yeah. I'm, I'm fucking with this person Completely. now. Completely. Not and just fucking her. You're not, you're fucking with her. Yeah, you're making it seem like you're putting, oh God, this is so, this is, you gotta, oh, this stinks. So what should she do? I know. Should she tell him? Or I, should I mean, 
mean, but see, if she talks to him, he's just going to be like, yeah, you know, we're just, uh, you're just having fun. We're just going to see where it goes. Yeah, let's just see where it goes. This is, I mean, okay, Uh. I'm, I'm a very like honest to the point kind of person. So I think that, especially if it's been going on for this long, I think you have to have a conversation about it. Otherwise there's still the what if, or maybe kind of thing, or that when you go back to something and you're thinking, uh, uh, well, I mean, I never actually knew or I never really got a solid answer. So I think if you can find it in you to go into it and say, if you're like, hey, um, can you tell in the last like five seconds, I've tried to stop saying like, and it's not working. My words have gotten slower. <laughs> I'm trying so it's not gonna happen. I'm just gonna say just like all it. the time. Um, I, I think you just need to say it and be, hey, I have been feeling this way for a while. And I know that we've been, casually sleeping together for a while and we're such great friends I for me have developed feelings for you over this period of time and at this point I've reached this place where I need to know if you have those feelings for me as well and you would be interested in starting a monogamous relationship otherwise I really I can't do this anymore and I think you need to you need to say that and you can't ask him what you guys are or define this. You need to say what it is that you want, because this at this point, this is about you. I mean, it should always be about it's about what you want mm-hmm. and not because right now what you're doing is you're you're taking whatever he's giving you and you need to just be like, this is what I want. If you can come to if you can do this and this is something you also want, then let's try this. Otherwise, you're just settling. You can't take anything less than what you like. You want. I like this. I like this answer. I, that, I just feel like that's what it is. Otherwise, you're gonna. It's this is gonna last forever. And then guess what? He's gonna date some girl, and he's gonna. She's gonna be his girlfriend. They're gonna be in a relationship. They're gonna get married, and that's gonna be it. You'll be. You'll. You'll. You'll be fine. You've got this. And if I can get in a relationship and not get sick of them, whoo, you can do it too. Same here. I feel yeah. like kudos to us. High Go five. us. Like when we when we were talking about the idea for this podcast with Jack, we were both like Singles single mingles. Book. Last time we hung out, actually, you helped me set up my Tinder. I like to take credit for your relationship. You do. No, hey, and it's been a year, and we're <laughs> still together. And I met her on Tinder, which You're is welcome. fucking bonkers. And every, even today, before I came, I was like. By the way, babe, I'm going to hang out with the person who made it so that you swiped on me. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I know. We should do an entire episode that is about how to make over how to You file. can make me one. Seriously, can I? It, yeah. I'm not joking, and I, I will say this. I'm. It's not even like... You changed my life on <laughs> Tinder. No yes. one matched with me ever on Tinder. And I, I just had no idea what I was doing. And then you were just like, oh, this needs to change. This, mm-hmm. this, 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 this. And then all of a sudden, I it was just like people were actually- Flood gates comu- were open. People were actually communicating with me. Yeah. And it was fucking fantastic. It mm-hmm. was bizarre. I still don't know what kind of wizardry you did, but it worked. Okay, guys. Um, listen to- Words from... I'm going to go check my Tinder. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, we'll be back in a second, or more than a second. This episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by Casper. Casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. 
Casper's mattresses are designed for humans by humans. They combine multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce. Casper's breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulate your body temperature throughout the night. So if you get hot flashes like me and you're not even going through menopause, this is perfect. And they're not just a mattress company. Casper offers a wide array of products to ensure an overall better sleep experience. They're also made in the U.S. and buying the Casper is easy. Order online and guess what? It's delivered to your door in a compact box. And when they mean compact, I mean you will be like, oh wow, this doesn't look like a mattress could fit in here. Plot twist, it does. There's free shipping and free returns to the US and Canada. Look, Canada, we love you. I mean, obviously, we love Canada. You can get a risk-free 100-day trial. Considering we spend one-third of our lives on a mattress, it's so important to truly sleep on a mattress before committing. That's why Casper gives you 100 nights to try it out. 100 nights? That's more than three months. Three months and a couple weeks, days. Oh my gosh. I mean, my math isn't great, but I think this is amazing considering I have slept on many, many terrible mattresses with my Casper mattress. I have it in my guest bedroom. Um, not that I'm saying that I've slept in my, I've definitely slept in my guest bedroom. Um, sometimes I film in there and I fall asleep or, you know, if my boyfriend and I get in a fight and I'm like, I'm sleeping on the guest mattress. It is so incredibly comfortable. It was so easy to set up. I thought, I wish I had recorded myself filming how I took it out of the box because it is insane how big of a mattress it is to fit in something so tiny. It was incredibly easy. And to this day, every time I'm laying on my guest bed, I'm like, wow, this is comfortable. Really wish I had this for my master bedroom, considering they're so much more affordable than other mattresses. The one that I got for my bedroom, I don't want to talk about it. I mean, it's like a, it's as much as rent pretty much. <laughs> so start sleeping ahead of the curb with Casper. Get $50 off towards any mattress, by visiting casper.com slash blame and using promo code blame at checkout. That's $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash blame and using promo code blame at checkout. This episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by Aptiv. Aptiv produces audio-based workouts created by certified personal trainers available through a mobile app. It's a flexible audio workout format so you can work out just the way you like whenever or wherever you work out, whether it's the gym, at home, outside, on the beach, on a yoga mat, or on a bike, or you're traveling for business, Aptiv is ready to go along with you with their mobile app. It's like having a personal trainer in your pocket. Whether you're interested in running, strength training, indoor cycling, stair climbing, yoga, or even meditation, Aptiv trainers give you the guidance you need to be better at these types of exercises you love, delivered in a flexible audio format to make fitness a lasting part of your routine. Are you interested in running a marathon? A 5K? A 10K? Half a marathon? Well, they have training programs for that, and you have the ability to search by difficulty, music genre, and duration so you can find a workout that you love every single time. Personally, I've talked about this before, guys. I am a huge fan of this app. I just started going to the gym 
regularly and wow I definitely have gym anxiety and something that even coming from somebody who considers themselves a relatively healthy person who enjoys working out walking into a gym and having no idea what to do is so incredibly intimidating and this is like having somebody who's coaching you in your ears telling you what to do and you're like oh I know exactly what I'm doing but I don't you've got someone in your ears telling you those things it's like going on a date and having someone whisper all the right things to say to you or to say to your date except this time your date is the weight rack and you're you're just crushing it I'm a huge fan I can't wait to travel and use this especially because I find myself really slacking on working out when I travel and I've got some trips coming up and now I know that I'm gonna maintain that um six pack I have when actually more it's like a two pack and only if I'm in a really shadowy lighting but hey I can't wait to get stronger and just feel more confident working out so Subscriptions start at $14.99, billed monthly, or $99.99 for an annual membership. For a limited time, new members are going to get 50% off an annual membership, which is just $49.99 for a whole year of unlimited workouts. Visit aptive.com slash blame. That's A-A-P-T-I-V dot com slash blame. Okay, guys, we are back, and we're going to hop on to the next call. Um, so basically, my I found out a couple weeks ago that my, at the time, best friend, um, she told me that back in March, she sent nudes to my boyfriend, who is now my ex-boyfriend for other reasons, a literal trash bag. Um, so she said she mentioned it over the phone and just brought it up in casual conversation. Um, naturally, I was pissed because, you know, my ex or my best friend's not going to send nudes to my boyfriend. That's not cool with me. And her explanation was that uh, she's jealous of me and that his attention made her feel validated. Basically, I, I don't want anything to do with her after that. And I think that's a smart decision, um, in my opinion. So if you were me, would you uh, accept her apology and stay friends with her? Or would you kind of just ditch her because that's a really shitty thing to do also um i you know looking back i realized shit i don't have really and it's going to be hard going into senior year without her so if you recommend that i there's some other ways i can make more friends because i have a lot of guy friends but she's really my only girlfriend oh my goodness i i feel this is no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 she, no, she's, she's not a, she's not a best friend anymore. No. There's so many boys in this world that she could have sent. I mean, go turn on oh, Snapchat, <laughs> turn on Snapchat, turn on anything. Chocolate. She could have sent, if she wanted validation, go on Reddit. Okay. I mean, Any, I, in, in high school, I used to go to borders and just walk around because the guys who worked at borders would flirt with me. Like, I mean, that's very fucking innocent. I mean, seriously, the fact that she had to, the, the, Oh, there's so many things about this that are wrong. Like well, the whole, the fact that it's her, the best friend's boyfriend. Like, yeah. really? I mean, I think the biggest thing here is I, I mean, I'm, I'm a girl who I've got, I'm a girl. Hi. Um, <laughs> but I've got a lot of close girlfriends now and I grew up with a lot of really close girlfriends. And I, um, I, when I went to college and all that stuff, I struggled really hard to have friends who were girls and most of my friends were guys. And I ended up settling for people who did things that were super shitty and treated me like shit because there's a part of you that is like, no girl power. I have to stick with this. The thing that I issue with, I have with your friend 
is this is she's essentially blaming you for this. She's jealous of you. And so this was something that she had to do. This is not a friend. I am all for amazing, wonderful female friendships. But this is also the core issue why women on women anger and all that stuff is so prevalent is because you're accepting, we're accepting this kind of behavior, um, just to have friends who are women who get you on a level of like talking about your period and being able to be emotional and feeling all of that stuff. Female friends are important, but good friends are far more important regardless of their gender. And Arden and I talked about this when she was on the podcast, both Arden and I, I mean, since we moved to LA have always been close friends, but neither, neither of, we went through, God, we went through circles of different friends who were girls who treated us like shit that we accepted. And then we both just ended up being like, fuck, I'm going to just, my only friends could be my boyfriend. My only friends could be my boyfriend. And it wasn't until we started holding our friendships to the same expectations that we held the guys that we were dating that we were like, oh fuck, I can be just as picky and choosy with the friends I let into my life as I am with the guys I'm letting into my bed. Whoa. Wow. I've never thought of this. This is kind of eye-opening genius. You have to, and especially because I think men, not to categorize anyone, but a lot of the time, aggression and anger between men, it's, it happens, it comes to a head and it's addressed in a moment with women. It's a lot of belittling over time, quietly and slowly. And it's a lot of this thing of blaming. It's a lot of when something finally comes up, you are, you are being given a lot of this blame. And so you feel responsible. That's just, that's kind it's just a, it's a gender stereotype of apologetic women who take, tend to take a lot of the blame for things. And I think the issue is here is you want to remain, you want female friends, but ultimately she's not a friend. And if a boyfriend had done this to you, if you're, if you were still with this guy, let's say you were, and he sent a dick pic to your best friend, this would not be a conversation. Like you would be, I'm done. Like you're, you're a fucking asshole. And I think you have to, I mean, I just, wow. Thinking about it like this, I'm so sorry, but this is blowing my mind a Uh, bit because you're thinking like, I've never thought about a reverse like this, but yeah, it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like that's crazy. It is. And especially when you're when you're young enough that you a lot of your friendships have become out of uh just time. Convenience. Yeah. And the fact like, oh, we went to the same preschool together. Our yeah. parents carpooled us together. We in the in the scheme of the world, we probably wouldn't seek each other out to become friends. You have to hold people accountable for their actions. And also I think you making friends, whether you're friends with guys or girls, it really doesn't matter. But I think what is more important in this situation is not accepting this female on female abuse and taking that because that's just, it's just contributing to the cycle. I Mm -hmm. think you need to, I think you need to call her out on it. I'm sure you already have, but I think you can, I think, I mean, I also think it's kind of worth it to tell her and just be like, Hey, so I've been really trying to grapple with what had happened. And if I was going to be if I would be okay remaining friends with you. And at this point in my life, I really need, uh, and in this like political climate, I really want to surround myself with women who are going to empower me and bring me up. And that's the same thing that I want to do for the other women in my life. And I really feel disrespected. And, um, I, I, I'm just gonna, I hope I w- wish you well. And I really hope that you can take this as an opportunity to really look at how, you treat the other women in your life and, um, what you can, how you can move forward in that, because it's just, it's, yeah, it's such a, and also the thing is like, what you, it's not, a, it's not even about your boyfriend. It's about you. That's the whole thing. She's doing this for, like to, to, to be an asshole to you. Otherwise it would have been any other guy. 
And that's a much deeper issue. Like, yeah, I was going to say, do you think that this was like, like in the back of the friend's mind that there was like a little bit of something saying like, we're going to make sure it's her boyfriend though. Well, the, oh, well, that's, that's a 100%. 100%. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I, I'm thinking that too, but I'm just curious, like, do you even think like in the back of her head that she was like, and then I'm going to take him or like, what? I don't what, think what do you it think? has anything to do with him. He's solely, he's not a person in the situation. I think he's her best friend's boyfriend. It's just the and pawn it's that. in the situation. It's that. He just happened well, I mean, to be there. Think about it. Like your, your friends and you meet their your their girlfriends they become in a box of people who are like your brother and untouchable and they are not sexual objects yeah it's true and that's just kind of like i think about that with like my my girlfriend's boyfriends like i'm like you are you are literally you have no penis like you are not a sexual object Mm -hmm. and i will i can't ever see you like that and so then that becomes it becomes a power move with the girl it has nothing to do with the boyfriend i'm also so fucking glad you guys aren't dating anymore I'm so glad that this is why you and your boy did this is why they broke up. She said that he was just a shit, but it makes me so happy that this is not this. What you're not, you didn't condone his behavior. I think because I'm sure he probably did some, you said he was, did some other shit. I mean, hold your friend to the same standards that you held him because obviously he wasn't good enough to keep around. I don't think she is either. Yeah, I love it. I love this so much. I want to be on the show every goddamn <gasps> week. Oh my God, do it. Next question. Hit me with it. <laughs> I'm 21 years old and I've been in a relationship with a guy for about three years and I know one of his like biggest fantasies is anal and we've done like some book stuff like he's like sent a finger in my butthole. Never been a fan of that and then about a year ago we tried like full-on anal and we used lube and he got some thrusts in but I was just I'm not a fan. I think it's uncomfortable kind of painful but I know like he still probably thinks about it all the time. I'm sure when it jacks off, he looks up anal videos. But I'm just wondering, it's like, am I weird for not enjoying it? Um, is there a way to enjoy it more? Should I, like, try doing it again with him? Like, I know he's okay that I don't want to, but I just feel bad because I know that's his fantasy. I mean, I'm, like, so anti-butt stuff. I'm like, so like literally my asshole is clenching this entire question. I'm like, oh, I like, I can't. I mean, also as the, the amount of the, the, I bet you, I hope you know this too. I'm like, you're getting all these relevations, relevations. I always say it wrong. Revelations. Revelations. I keep talking about ballet, Um, (laughs) but I'm like the amount of times that like every girl has been like, oh yeah, no wrong hole. Nope. Wrong hole. Nope. You're drunk. Wrong Mm -hmm. hole. Like Mm -hmm. it is not, you are so not weird at all or not. Yeah, you don't have to like it ever. No, like, I was gonna. You, this is not like a standard. You've got to have that whole fuck. To that's no. Not, I mean, even my my, <laughs> my gay guy friends are like, like, literally, it's it's the whole thing. They get actually angry when straight people have butt sex. They're like, no, you have a perfectly functioning fucking vagina. <laughs> do not do this. And like, literally, are like, don't even know. But I mean, the whole thing. If if you're into it, this is what I would also say about sexual fantasies. As much as you're thinking that this is one of his huge fantasies. If you're not into it, that's not a fucking fantasy. Like if you're not enjoying yourself, that completely ruins it. And that's not, he's, he's not going to, yeah. I mean, those, you have to share those things. And I understand like 
whatever, fucking Rachel dressing up as Princess Leia. That's a totally like not harmful, going to hurt your ass kind of thing. Well, look, here's the thing with anal sex, okay? They're, oh, my butthole's clenching. <laughs> look, I, the thing with anal sex, though, is, I mean, in all seriousness, is like you, the body, you have two sphincters, okay? You got one sphincter on the outside that you can control, and then the other sphincter on the inside that just kind of does its, its, its job. And so, look, it's not like this is a a perfect look if if you're not into it the body's not into it you know yeah. what i'm saying it's not gonna work it's also a ordeal yes it's a, it's a very it's a stupidly slow dumb process yeah. I, I have a fun story <gasps> so yes. it has it's not me per se okay it's totally you it's not I, I, i'm serious I know. so I, I was, just wish it was i was at like a house party or something and there is a guy who was in the back with a girl <gasps> and um he he got stuck no I, and that's how like he just no. it just got like he said it's too dry. He, it said he said <laughs> he said that no. sh it Shut up. said it closed up and, and, and basically and had a oh, had a grab hold on god but i'm just like that it's like she had anal dentata instead of vagina dentata <laughs> but, but like see teeth? from that moment i was just like oh yeah so if you're not into it like you're not into it yeah yeah but i just remember being like that's like you can't you can't you can't force you can't force that yeah. Wow. Ah. And going from <laughs> finger to dick. Unless your boyfriend's a, a very tiny, right, that's tiny a lot. dick you or gotta, a large finger. You gotta loosen it up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, to you be gotta, fair, now that I said the story out loud, this guy might have just been saying that to make his dick sound huge. <laughs> yeah. uh, but look, what I'm saying, though, is that that's what propelled me to then go into research about the sphincters and how it all works. Because I was genuinely like, well, what? And yeah. that's, that kind of made me then also go like, well, there was a perfectly working vagina <laughs> yeah. right there. I don't know what uh happened yeah uh, but if he's into watching like butt stuff porn you're gonna fucking ruin it if you guys have terrible like te he's gonna it's gonna completely that's just not gonna be a thing anymore and i also think with fantasy wise it's like okay like every every guy i've been with it's either that or it's like m multiple girls and like having a threesome anything like that whereas for me i'm like not into that at all that's not not my not my thing at all really <laughs> you just look at a girl who like looks like you really definitely want to be in a threesome like i that's just not that's not something that i'm interested in at all but it's also one of those things that then because i'm not interested like think about it in this way um let's just say like a, guys who have a fantasy about two girls it's only hot because you're picturing these two girls making i'm sorry <laughs> making out with each other but if they're not into it your fantasy it's not gonna you're, what you're picturing is not happening. It's not real. No, this whole idea that you have of these fantasies is because they're these perfect scenarios and they're super sexy. But if there's like one thing that's not fitting into all of this, which is a dick and a butt. No, I mean, just like, it's like, <laughs> if, if it's not sexy and it's not, everyone's not super into it, like he's fantasizing, mm -hmm. it's not, it'd be like, okay, I'd rather have no threesome than one where I feel like I've forced this and no one's enjoying themselves. So I can't enjoy myself. True. it's the same thing and if he's also not bringing it up i don't think you need to feel i think also girls a lot of time feel very guilty about that i'm like am i depriving you is like every other girl you've dated totally wanted to do this and like will will do this and am i like closing off this part of the, your life but we've had people who've called in about sexual fantasies before and it's either if someone can't if someone is not 
interested in participating in your fantasy, either it's a deal breaker or it's not. And for him, it doesn't sound like it's a deal breaker. Wow. You guys might find something way more fun that you yeah. both enjoy. You got a like, fucking sex swing. Equally. Yeah. You never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. You never... Titty fuck him. T- Seriously. Oh, I don't want to fucking talk about titty fucking. <laughs> Wait, why, why can't we talk about titty fucking? Oh my God. What's wrong with titty fucking? What is titty fucking? What do you mean? What is? I didn't mean to open up that titty Ugh, fucking. Box. Open up that titty fuck. By the way, can we just say, can we, is there like another phrase instead of titty fucking? It's the great, for, it's a wonderful phrase. I feel I love like, it. I, I feel, titty fat. I just feel like the word titty I is love. so, it's just so weird. I feel strange when I say it. I Do feel you? like. I titties feel, is my shit. I, I say titties more than shit. I feel like when I say titties, I'm, I'm like, I'm calling for a small animal. Have, here, titties, have, titties, have, titties. titties. <laughs> You do when you say it, you do make it sound somewhat like a character in like like. Oh, elf. you talk about titties? titties? <laughs> yeah, like titties? I, I don't know. I'm just uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Ugh. Yikes. Okay, guys. Now we're gonna go on to producers' corner, and producers' corner is um in this in this this time. Usually, it's when Jack picks his favorite or most memorable call, but instead we have someone who's calling back from a response to Aislinn's. Uh huh. Um, they're actually not calling back. Nope. This is someone that is. Yes, yeah, yeah. Who someone's heard response it. to the advice that we had given on the call, one of the calls we had with Aislin. I wanted to send in a response to your first um, caller from the um, episode with Aislin. Um, so I work for a nonprofit that provides emergency shelter and counseling and education about um, domestic violence. And the first caller, I just was listening to it and there were so many red flags that the relationship that the caller was describing is an abusive one, um, especially, you know, how controlling her boyfriend is over her and getting mad and about her not being at his house on time and making her, um, you know, quit the appointment with her friend. like. All of that kind of stuff is just such a red flag. And I thought that the advice that you guys gave was great, but I do want to just stress that this is something that can turn dangerous really, really quickly. And um, it's really the most important thing for the friend to do is to provide support for her friend because one of the hallmarks of abusive relationships is the abuser making the victim feel isolated and like they don't have anyone to turn to. So the friend being there for that person can make such a big difference when they find decide that it is time to leave the abusive relationship. Um, if you want some more info, I would suggest going to the One Love Foundation. They're specifically catered to like people in their 20s. Um, there's also the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. And the National Domestic Violence Hotline number is... 1-800-799-7233. So I just, I was listening to it and I was just like, red flag, red flag, red flag. So I thought I would call in and hopefully give some of my expertise. Um, I don't know if you could call it that. I've only been in this job for like five months. You have the sweetest listeners. I know. Aren't they so nice? Your listeners are now in the conversation yeah. and helping. That's fantastic. It's very nice. I like it. I like when they can give uh, that. Like, There was a couple of ones where I've, like, I've missed 
something that was quite obvious. And they're like, but maybe this was it. And I was like, oh, that's, that's fantastic. Honestly, she answered everything. Yeah, that was that is amazing information. And please do not forget all of that. No. Like That is very serious. I think because if you feel like you're in a situation that is yeah. isolating yourself and getting smaller and closed in and something just doesn't feel right, then yeah, yeah, contact, reach out, figure it out, ask questions. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Because I think a lot of the people who are calling in in on the podcast it's a lot of people who are seeing this like that call was a girl who was seeing her friend in this relationship mm -hmm. and it's so hard when you feel like you can see everything very black and white and sometimes you wonder um like i mean i've like disliked friends boyfriends before but sometimes you're like is this me or is this sometimes the fly on the wall yeah. though is the perfect way to see like hey just to let you know exactly how he's talking to you yeah is not okay no and i think it's not now knowing that those i mean from from a professional that a lot of those things that you were describing if you're listening again, caller, um, a lot of the things you were describing about your friend and her boyfriend, um, the woman who just called in, it was smart in the sense of like making sure you have all this contact information. And even if you're being pushed out from this friendship, really, I guess not letting that go and making sure that you stay a steady part of this person's life, even even if your friend's boyfriend is really trying to push you out and isolate her, um, making sure that you even if you're not able to be around all the time, that your friend knows that you're always around and that you're able to watch and kind of monitor and see if there's any point that you should be intervening. And De yeah, definitely. God. I mean, that is, it's so, I've had friends who have been in situations like this and it's always just so difficult to find that perfect, right kind of moment to be like, hey, I, I think Mm -hmm. something's wrong and you don't know it oh i've said it and lost friends from that yeah and it's like i i've done all that i can do and if you ever want to come back to me again i know that you hate me right now but i promise but I'm i still don't here. hate you yeah. and whatever like i hope i'm so fucking hope i'm wrong but this is just i have to say something it's it's so easy to be oblivious of what's right in front of you when the words l-o-v-e are oh, yeah. right there you know yeah. what i mean like when you when you yes and i mean and that's the thing that i remember just seeing a lot of is just, i'm just so in love mm -hmm. and it's like i understand that but like it doesn't trump everything i mean it, it, there is a certain level of things where you just have to like it's it's yourself care yeah. about yourself it's it's about you at the end of the day and you wouldn't treat someone like that mm -hmm. like so i i just it's it's such a delicate little place and it's sometimes it's so difficult to like focus in on when it's happening directly to you which yeah. I've, I've always thought it's just very fascinating to me oh you get i've dated terrible guys where i can now it takes years to look back on things and you're like wow this was so fucked up mm -hmm. but you were you've managed to make me feel i like god like managed to make me feel like this was this super romantic gesture yeah and i can now look back and go wow that is so fucked up but not only was i not one only was i like oh no this is like i'm gonna ignore this i saw in positive light that's the issue that happens if you're dating someone who's abusive. We got it, those rose colored glasses. Well, it on. becomes like when as a friend, you're seeing, oh, he's not letting you have any other friends. But you're like, wow, he wants to spend all his time with me. Exactly. He loves me so much. And that's like that's such a red flag. Yeah. That's so weird. And it's so oh, it makes my skin crawl in a relationship. You should always still be an individual. You know yeah. what I mean? You can work as a unit together, but that doesn't I love mean blissfully coexisting. Yes, exactly. But that does not mean that you control each other no. in any sense of the way. Like there's just you just, if. If, if that's something that needs to happen, then it's not a relationship anymore. It's like, honestly, it's like Oblig a weird it's, obligation. It's like thing. a roommate, mom, yeah. dad sitch, and nobody fucking wants that. No.
Okay, guys, that is it. Um, Mitchell, you're great at this. Thank you. I honestly, I, I never give advice. I don't know if I did a good job or no, not. No, you, you did. did great. Did I? Okay, mm-hmm. good, good, good. Yeah, no, please have me back. I love it. It's I, so fun. Yeah, I, would I love, love talking about back. sexy stuff. Sorry, I talked right over no, you. No, you said sexy stuff, so it was more I do love I talking saying. about sexy stuff, though. I think it's fun. It, and I also feel like uh, it's it's needed. There's mm-hmm. not there's too many people that are afraid to talk about this shit. And the thing is, is that if I was a kid, I would have loved to listen to things like this. Yeah. Because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I really didn't. And I mean, I mean, I, just to, as like a little fun, like little taste. Like I had a girl once tell me like, no one will ever like you because you have such bad OCD. And I stayed with her for years. Oh, God. So just like, there's so many things that you think are just so normal. And then you're like, no, yeah, no, man. No, we're the amount of, I think like broadening perspectives with this is great. Just hearing like the, the calls where even we said like, you hear this and you're like, wow, I didn't even know people still think like this anymore. Yeah, exactly. And if you guys want to go find Mitchell, you can find him at, um, you can Google me, uh, <laughs> and you can find all my stuff, but honestly, just I just want to promote, uh, popcorn.show. That's my podcast. Since you're already in the podcast realm, listening to this, why don't you just go head on over there great and show. listen to a, music or excuse me a movie review and so i guess i can't do holes for my episode we cannot do holes i will keep another yeah let's let's watch a sexy movie i feel like we should watch something that's we watch porn no (laughs) you that's popcorn at dark popcorn at night (laughs) no yeah we should we should just watch like um okay here what what was like an early movie that that you were like oh i have a crush on that person um Think about it, and that's the I used to have a crush on Al Gore. Okay, that's oh. not what I meant at oh, all. Okay, <laughs> let's wrap this up. Oh, okay, guys. Cool, so now we're getting into the daddy episode. <laughs> daddy. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, well, yeah, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you want to call and get some advice, you can leave a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And if you're international, again, you can just record a voice memo on your phone, email it to meganpodcast at gmail.com, and we we would love to get reviews on the Apple Podcast app. Yeah, I hope you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and uh, we will see you in two weeks. That's a fortnight. It's a fortnight. Is two weeks a fortnight? Oh wow, you're not on my podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Two weeks is a fortnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fortnight. I should have learned this from Paul Revere, but Fortnite I did not. Fortnight popcorn. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> Blame Me is a production by me, produced and directed by Jack Ferry, associate producer Melissa DeMons, edited by Melissa DeMons, post-production sound by Chris Henry, and music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter. I will see you guys in two weeks, and don't blame me if your life bursts into flames before then. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.